Warning, this is our most explicit episode yet. We have sex references, we have language, and uh, due to the plot and the subject matter, there will be a trigger warning for abuse, trauma, sexual abuse. Also, we are going to have sex references in this episode, and we're going to have disturbing subject matter because of the movie we're doing, which is Split. So yeah, viewer dis- listener discretion is really heavily advised for this one. This is the most explicit one that we've put out yet, okay? All right. Now, without further ado, let's go. This episode also, I would like to say, please stick with us for the entire thing. We try to be sensible about it, but we are still learning like you are. And yeah, we and may we're not also say silly motherfuckers. So, I mean, yeah, we we may not say the right things sometimes, but we're still learning. We are not professionals. I will say this in the episode again, but we are not professionals. We don't know everything. We could very well be wrong. So if anyone with the ID who knows better is out there, please feel free to politely make a polite comment. Keyword, polite. Don't be a dick about it. But it that no applies to witch everyone. hunting, you little... Okay, okay, let's uh, wrap it up there. I want to make the warning shot. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the film, A Geek Collective. Today we're going to cover split and dissociative identity disorder in media, also known as DID. I am going to co-host with my host, Sabrina. Hello, everyone. My name is Sabrina, and I actually have uh, an undiagnosed DID, um, and I will be co-hosting today. So thank you very much for having me on your podcast. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Before we go on, I'm going to have a disclaimer, strong language, trigger warning for abuse and trauma of all types. And uh, spoiler alert for the film, of course. Oh, right. Also, I would like to give shout-outs to Tessie Cat, Elsie Cool, Autistic in Melbourne, Colin. Sorry, Colin is Autistic in Melbourne. Uh, Larry, Real Sharks, a.k.a. Riri Shaku, Ashley Slashy, Mary Amber, and that Patrick guy. Now, let's begin. So, yeah, any basic introduction to the subject? Okay, so DID, otherwise known as Dissociative Identity Disorder, which was previously known as Multiple Personality Disorder, is a trauma-based disorder formed in early childhood due to severe repeated childhood trauma. Um, And that's about it. Basically, what happens is when a child experiences severe repeated trauma, their brains can stay fractured and amnesiable walls, not balls, amnesia walls. (laughs) 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 amnesia walls can uh be put up to help deal uh to help the child survive the trauma um this can range from anything from abuse of of a parent uh, abuse from the parent neglect um or bullying or experiencing a natural disaster so that's the basics of did all right, so yeah, DID, let me just go from the note here. Um, Sabrina told me to tell you that people with DID are not fucking evil, okay? They're good people. Um, you know, the DID is mostly formed because of the childhood trauma. The age that happens is between 7 to 9 when the personality fully integrates. Everyone... Before the age of 7 to 9, by the way. Yeah. The trauma has happened before the age of 7 to 9. Uh, 7 to 9 is when the personality fully integrates. Continuing, everyone has multiple personalities when they're born, but it's not the same as DID. Care to explain? So everyone, so children are born with 
not necessarily multiple identities, but multiple states of consciousness, such as, um, so what these, uh, so multiple consciousness, um, kind of is, is like, uh, uh, like the child's need to, uh, eat, need to sleep, need for affection, and when there's trauma, there is tension between two parts of them, so they separate, or they, um, form a music walls, so they can't fully integrate. Yeah. So Split doesn't discuss this, which is why we were going to put it in there. And again, like the autism episode, it's going to be a bit of a mix between teaching you about DID and, uh, you know, comparing it to the films and how DID has been portrayed in films, you know? So yeah, we've made general guidelines and we're going to take you through it. I would also like to disclaim that none of, neither of us are professionals in the slightest, um, and I am just going off what knowledge I have, and I am also very bad at explaining things. So That's you might okay. have to forgive me for botching a few details. If there or, are any errors, yeah. Uh, not just errors, but also if there are any, um, I guess inconsistencies, yeah, errors, inconsistencies, whatever, in the explanations. Yeah. I mean, you do have DID. You'd know more than me. You yeah. Know. Or, um... Fuck, I don't know what I have. Something. I have more than one identity. That's kind of all I know. So, yeah, DID... is fucking weird. Yeah, DID's not really bad, per se. It's, like, bad for the sufferer, but not for any other person. And a lot of, um, a lot of suffer, suffering that can arise from it are the flashbacks and amnesia, amnesia from um, different alters, because when alters switch, there's little to no memory intake. Um, there's a lot of, a ton of time loss, so people, uh, with DID systems that have bad communication often, um, wake up in areas, wake up in places that they, well, quote-unquote, wake up in places that they don't remember getting to, um, have, uh, they often are told they did things that they for sure don't remember doing. Um, there's also a lot of time loss, so it could be six in the morning and then you kind of just space out and all of a sudden it's nine in the morning, I don't know. There's sometimes this happens with everyone, but with DID, it's more severe. I mean, it's you don't remember what happened. So yeah, every amnesia is a big trouble. Not much memories retained from any alternate personality. Sometimes no memories really retained. You know, and everyone, just like with autism, DID, everyone with DID is a complete individual. There are no two systems that are the same. During rehearsal of this episode, <laughs> I almost said uh, Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so onto the movie now, and we're going to just uh, alternate between analysing the film a bit with its depiction oh, and the notes. Boy. Oh, boy, yes. Just here's Verena Cracker Knuckles there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to rattle this movie. Get ready, go nice Shyamalan. If you're seeing this, fuck you. Um... <laughs> I mean, you know... As long as you, as long as you learn from any mistakes you've made in this film, it's fine. It's yeah, a well, you've also made two shitty DID movies, so double fuck you. I have two fingers, and they'll go up both your assholes once I make a new one. <laughs> okay, so maybe we're being a bit harsh here, but the point is, it was a bad depiction, and you should learn. <laughs> so anyway, first no. we. S- we start with the Universal logo, and I'm like, oh, look, our entire planet stars in this movie. Ta-da! So the immediate first impression of a DID man is a bad one. He sprays the girls with what is pepper spray while he wears a mask, you know? 
Yeah, people with DID aren't murderers, they aren't pedophiles, they aren't kidnappers. I don't understand why a person who would go through trauma would inflict the same pain on someone else. It just doesn't make sense, and M. Night, you did a horrible job with this. Also, people with DID do not gain magical abilities and gain superpowers like super strength or whatever. Um, yeah, no, uh, sure, uh, DID, people with DID do have different electromagnetic readings for different alters, but that's about the only f uh, physical change um, other than parts of their brain possibly shutting off. Um, for instance, blind alters can, uh, actually, in the, when they're, they front, actually do, uh, lose their vision while in the body. Just the part of their brain that controls vision. Uh, explain, explain fronting for us. Oh, so fronting is when an alter is in control of the body. Um, so in the movie, Split is, uh, referred to as taking the light. Sure. Um. So yeah, alter is an alternate personality for those who don't know. So, back to the movie for a second. Opening and closing credits are very inventive, the way that they split it up to match the theme. Uh, the bathroom's way too clean. We know it to be a normal bathroom. And... Yeah, why the <laughs> fuck did that bathroom exist? It showed absolutely zero purpose other than Dennis saying, clean the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was Sabrina pointing out, you know, he's just James McAvoy standing there, center frame, intense eye contact. <laughs> More intense. intense eye contact. Even more intense eye contact. <laughs> Before he just yoink takes the girl away. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like, what's that I sit over here on this chair and <laughs> present with you at least a minute of intense eye contact before I take one of your... But if I take this girl away and make her piss her pants and then I'm going to shove her back in the room. I'm going to make her dance. The fuck? It's not oh, what... You can tell it's not real representation of DID people in this film already. I mean, they're not... People with DID. Dissociative identity disorder. Yeah, yeah. DID people. That's like saying depression people. Or... Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry for that mistake there. Um, yeah. I'm still learning, remember? Okay? Yep. Yep. We are all still learning, even me. Gosh. So, unfortunately, this film is a constant negative reinforcement, as if it were some sort of disease when it isn't. Uh-huh. The hunting scenes are a foreshadowing to how Casey shoots the beast in the chest toward the end of the film. Mm. Did you know the gym teacher, played by Betty, Betty Buckley, she's the same actress from the original Carrie, who's the old lady doctor, who I, for the life of me, I think her name's Karen. Karen! Yeah. It's her name! Karen Fletcher. Karen Fletcher, that's the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was the sensible one, wasn't she? Yeah. Except she got some things wrong about the, 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 the ID thing. You know? Mm, I think she's got some things wrong about that specific system. Yeah. So at about 14 minutes into the film, we finally get a more peaceful personality from Kevin. There's an abrupt change of personality from bad guy to good guy. Alters don't kidnap or torture people. You know, alters, for reference, are alternate personalities, like I explained. You switch from one personality to another, very different or very similar, but not like the flick of a switch, or the, the snap of a finger. finger. Switches can take anywhere from a few seconds to a few minutes to hours to even days or sometimes weeks to wow. happen. But not months or years, I'm assuming. I don't... It can be very rare for that, but I don't think so. Okay. It wouldn't make sense. So, yeah, there's actually a quote that uh, I quite like in this film, despite its generally bad rep of DID 
We look at people who are shattered and different as less than. What if they're more than us? Any thoughts on the quote? Um, um I, I guess not necessarily more than. I mean, uh, people with DID have certain strengths, uh, certain strengths about themselves that neurotypical people don't have. Same with autistic people. We yeah. have strengths that other normal normies don't have. Um, By the way, normies is a term that my other co-host Chris came up with on the ABC News in Australia, of all things. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, we have different alter roles here. We have the host who's in charge of daily living. So, yeah, want to explain that? Uh, So the host is just the alter who is in charge of daily living. Uh, They can be just in in charge of school, in charge of... Uh, cleaning, in charge of eating, um, in charge of... The host is the altar that is active the most. Yeah. Um, a, co- uh, a co-host is uh, an altar that uh, hosts with uh, the regular host. Um, a secondary host is an altar that will take over as the host uh, for, the ho- for the host if the host ever needs to go back dormant. Um, protectors uh, protect the body. In charge um, of protecting the body and the system. Mm-hmm. Also, the caretaker is like a soother, a type of protector that's responsible for soothing. The other alters often taking care of the littles, which are child alters under the age of 12, more prepubescent. Did we mention the core already? The controversial uh, term, core? So core is a quite a controversial term within the DID community because so often systems don't really have a core personality that they can say, oh, yes, because the core personality is the personality that was born with the body. Um, for our system, I am the core and the host. But for a lot of other systems, it's more of uh, just a ripped-up paper, not cut out from an quote-unquote original. There so often is no original. It's kind of like we all are parts of the original. Definitely, yeah. So, yeah. That's uh, So Sabrina adopts the core. I'm not sure if um, a lot of the other guys do who have DID, but, you know, again, we're still learning. Uh, so did I mention, do we mention persecutors or prosecutors yet? Uh, prosecutors, persecutors are alters that uh, harm, can, can be very mean and harm the body yeah. um, or harm the host or harm other alters. Um, or most of the time they would just verbally abuse and kind of try and put the host down. Yeah, like like in Split, for no, example. No, not like in but, Split. No, 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 no. Like me... in Split. No, no, that's not what I meant. I literally meant they tried to depict it in Split, but they failed miserably. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, most of the media's representation of persecutors are absolutely horrible. Uh, persecutors are not bad alters. There is no such thing as a bad alter. Persecutors are actually extremely hurt, and it's um, recommended that you get to know your persecutors, and hopefully they'll calm down. I know that our persecutors um, started out as very vicious to towards us, but not at all towards other people. Yeah, and um, then sorry, yeah. Uh, but they then they kind of, we kind of taught them how to be nice, and they uh they kind of. Re- I guess in a way repented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And then there's the prosecutor, which is a very rare type, an alter that hurts certain people like the abusers. Persecutors don't hurt anyone outside the system, but prosecutors can. Prosecutors, however, are rare. 
prosecutors generally only go out to hurt the abuser and not any other person. Mm, yeah. They generally seek to take revenge on the abuser. Mm-hmm. To make sure that that stuff never happens again. Mm. And then we have the gatekeeper who's in charge of memory. Some are in charge of emotions. Who has memories, who doesn't, who can front, who can not front. So, yeah, Dennis in the film is what they try to portray an alter as, in this case, a peaceful personality. Every one of his other personalities are meant to be alters. And as inaccurate as this film is, James McAvoy is an amazing actor who switches between them just like that. And yeah, mood disorders argued over in this film as well. Karen, the old lady doctor, says it's not a mood disorder, you know? Uh, DID is often misrepresented as bipolar disorder or confused for bipolar disorder. It is not. DID is a trauma disorder, not a, a dissociative disorder, not a mood disorder. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a point in the movie we're trying to see accuracies and inaccuracies here. So the movie says the brain learns to defend itself. You know, patients who have been kind of through trauma. You say that's true or false? That is completely true. The brain will... Um, help the child cope with trauma by creating alternate states of consciousness. That is 100% accurate. What about changing body chemistry with thoughts? Uh, less accurate. The only physical change is in the brain itself, not in the actual body. Alters cannot get stronger. Alters, alters may actually... Oh, no. Alters may have different heart rates, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, alters can have different heart rates, different stamina... Um, but I don't, uh, correct, people, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe alters can gain diseases to the body, I, I, unlike how it's portrayed in Split, I, then again, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But there's really no humongous drastic physical change within the body when an alter switches out. Yeah, when I say like in Split, take it with a grain of salt, because... Split is a bad representation and we're trying to describe it within the context of the movie, you know? So, yeah, you can't change the body chemistry. It's through the brain only. So, yeah. Next, we have the fact that Casey's the first person in the film to demonstrate idiocy and yet she survives. (laughs) 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 A bad point we have are the sketches of the beast, in fact, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess alters can draw themselves. That's very common, actually. Uh, in the ID, is alters drawing themselves to kind of connect with the host. You seem to not like the sketches when it came up in the film. That's why I was going to ask. Oh, no, I was just like, oh, no, the beast. Oh, right, right, okay. Just like, oh, no, the big bad. The big bad scary dude with a lot of veins, which is a nurse's boyfriend (laughs) so yeah in (laughs) in terms of the literally personalities we've got Hedwig who you may think you're a wizard Harry (laughs) (laughs) yeah Hedwig is a child also Um, he's nine years old and very hmm, he he definitely uh, acts like a child but also alters don't walk like fucking apes Um, (laughs) however they may be they Maybe un- very uncomfortable. Littles maybe very uncomfortable with an adult-sized body. It yeah. is very common for that to happen. I know our littles are very uncomfortable in my body because my body's five two. Hmm. Our littles are probably around th- under four feet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at about four feet tall. So if you're in an altar, does it mean you don't recognize you have altar personalities? Wasn't aware of having 
alters till last year, you said? Um, I, yeah, I personally wasn't aware I had alters until last year. If you're the host, generally you don't really know of the others. However, other alters probably will know of the, of it, of the others. However, they can, there can be alters that are locked so far away that they don't actually know of others. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say there's another thing. Adopting a character you liked in a movie as a personality known as a fictive, an alter from fiction like movie, TV show, video game, you know? It's a little more complicated than that, but yeah. basically alters can form for, uh, as ways of coping from fictional characters. These are called fictives. Um, it's actually quite common. We have a fictive of um, a play that I did, and uh, fictives can be any uh, fictional character. Actually, alters can be anything. Alters can even be inanimate objects in rare cases. Like dragons or fairies? Dragons or... aren't an inanimate object, George. As an example of fantasy creatures? Yep. Uh, but, you know, yeah, alters can be non-human. Alters can take the form of inanimate, yeah, uh, I, inanimate objects or fantasy creatures. I referenced the non-human thing ahead of time. In terms of inanimate objects, you know, you could probably be like a box or something. Correct me if I'm wrong, you know? I mean, probably. Um, it could be a stone if you had to be extremely still for long periods of time. Or um, you could be... Uh, it could be an alter that was a snake if a child was bound, mm-hmm. possibly. Like, uh, if, if they had their he- uh, arms and legs bound together for long periods of time, yeah. an alter could possibly form v- for as a snake, because snakes don't have arms and legs, do they? Yeah, they don't. <laughs> Think child logic. What would a child, what would a child create to, not on purpose, obviously, but what would a child create or think of to help protect them? Yeah. If the abuser is overpowering and, str- and really scary, uh... A dragon alter may form because dragons are big and strong and protect can and can protect the uh the little the pers- uh, a child from the abuser. Yeah, in terms of personalities interacting, <clears throat> sorry, interacting with one another in the film, you know, for some reason Miss Patricia thinks Hedwig is stupid. Like you don't necessarily have positive reinforcement in some of the personalities. <laughs> the girls in film have to be like the babysitters to some personalities because unfortunately in this film DID is depicted as entirely a tragedy. It's, uh, I mean, it results from a tragedy. DID in itself isn't a tragedy, but it results from a, a, a horrible, yeah. horrible things. Yeah, happen. we didn't say we were ever agreeing with the movie. <laughs> nope. I, I mean, like, um, I'm pretty sure you've heard from my absolute roast of M. Night Shyamalan, sorry, dude, um, that I fucking hate this movie. Um, I mean, okay, I like the movie objectively because, like, it's good acting. Like, sure, it's good acting, but in a sense of representation of D.I.D., it's absolutely fucking horrible. And I don't think people should watch this movie because it's absolutely fucking horrible. Then again, my opinion is my opinion. If you have yours, fine. If you want to force your opinion on me or George, fuck you. Well, um, I mean, I kind of, I kind of agree with the, uh, with the don't watch it if you don't want a bad representation, if you want a better representation. But I suggest that you take our notes on board and maybe watch it anyway to see where they went wrong and where, as a filmmaker, you can improve. improve. Yeah. Hey. See bad films to improve from them, you know? Yee. Yeah? Yeah? Yee. Yeah? Skeet. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Skeet. I'm, I'm doing them in oh, order, though. Sorry. I'm doing them in oh, order. Okay. okay, so, yeah, Hedwig has Xetero as a verbal tick, not that that's 
I better just skip over that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good technical thing that I noticed in this film is a close-up of half of Casey's face at the uh, far right end of the frame. A good widescreen shot, that is. And just, you know, using all of the frame, not wasting an inch, you know. And I'm thinking, the girl's knocking on the walls to get out at one point, and that... I'm like, knock, 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 penny, knock, 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 penny, knock, 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 penny. And I'm like, I wish I said that, I, I wish they said penny. <laughs> and then one of them, <laughs> one of them goes into a vent and, and I say, knock, knock, who's there? A dead end. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and of course, I'm thinking, Claire's saying, what do you see? And I'm just thinking, I answer back to the screen, I, I see dead, dead people. <laughs> By, by the way, The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, they are still really good movies, you know. But I can, I can never... I cannot attest to that. But M. Night Shyamalan, you fucked up a split and mostly Glass. Well, I haven't seen Glass personally, but also I really... For the fact that that's... An, not only did you misrepresent DID, you also forced me to sit through After Earth. Um, not forced me, but you know what I mean. Um, I forced myself to sit through After Earth thinking it'll get better. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's an effective jump scare coming into the film. Dennis passes the the cabinet, the locker, that one of the girls oh. is hiding and then appears in front of the window. Nearly shit ourselves from that. <laughs> Peekaboo, it's Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. As Dennis the dentist, I'm going to put a dent in your mouth. You'll be your dentist. Everything, everything is wrong with me. Yeah, I mean there were there were a couple jokes which we decided not to include, but we mm-hmm. found funny. Um, so yeah, great use of negative space. Negative space is the space you don't use in a frame. Like the far right is like blank and black, where the rest of the frame shows the room and the girls. And yeah, back to another inaccuracy of this film. Two identities taking the light, which is Blitz's way of saying fronting, spot or consciousness at the same time can, I think it can, correct me if I'm wrong, can it happen? Uh, yeah, it can. It's called co-consciousness. And basically what that means is when two identities or two alters are in uh, almost fronting at once, uh, co-fronting is a little different. Uh, co-fronting is when two alters are at the front at the same time, but co-consciousness is when two alters are aware of the of what's happening in the front. Think of it kind of like a car analogy. The person driving the car is in the front, and then the passenger seats are all different levels of co-consciousness, while the boot is the rest of the headspace with no awareness. So yeah, we have two identities taking the light, as I said, but also we... Oh, it's okay. <laughs> 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 I just kicked George's um, leg accidentally for context. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah, so we have a story in the film of someone who left, sorry, who used their left and right hands to take notes in different handwritings about separate things at the same time. Questionable accuracy, different IQs, but not different physical strengths. Fuck to the no. Nope, nope, that does not make sense. Why would you suddenly gain physical strength? That just the way muscles grow is through a gradual process where the muscle makes micro tears. Not, hey, I'm the Hulk now. What a bitch. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So you know, there's a quote there that I wanted to debate a bit. Um, have these individuals through their suffering unlocks the full potential of the brain. I really don't know what the fuck this is going on about, but okay. Uh, That's I what guess. they said in the movie. Yeah, I know, but I don't know what the fuck that means. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I love the true potential of that brain. Yeah. Ah. So let's move on. The sense of supernatural is not accurate. That's as accurate as a chicken having cat's legs. <laughs> yep, that, yeah. Um, so was the beast. Um, the beast is as accurate as a porcupine being able to grow a dick. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 so <yeah. laughs> Okay. Okay. Let's breathe. Let's breathe. I mean a porcupine would be able to grow, I don't know, fucking tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. So and okay, let's check a warning for sexual talk, I guess. Well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, getting back to topic now. Oh, alters, alters cannot switch on command. That's another thing. And uh, Not always, unless they're very, very, very close to the front. Yeah, definitely. Also, Barry, the personality Barry, sounds a bit like Adam Sandler to me. I will not note on that because that is his note. Yeah, well. <laughs> I will not note the note. Noting the note. All right, DID people, uh, you know, they they are good I'm people. I'm sweating balls here. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, shots from the bottom of the stairs, especially with the slow spin, are really cool. M. Night Shyamalan makes a prolonged cameo at 41 and a half minutes. There's great framing within a square window in the door. An incredible inaccuracy in a scene where the knife is pointed at one of the girl's stomachs. The fact that the little would hurt another human is inaccurate. And completely disgusting and false and just the not make sense and fuck you, Knight. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Also, if you hear something that sounds like flapping off in the distance, it's me fanning my shirt because fuck, it's hot. Why don't you turn on the fan then? <laughs> okay. Um, because the wire is going to blur the audio. Nah, they usually hear it in the background Apparently of my recordings. I'm okay, okay, let's get oh, back to the topic. Okay, I so I see a camping scene and I'm like, I did always want to go camping. I think Australians are better though. Which, being that we're Australian, <laughs> I'm sad. I've never, yeah, I'm sad I've never gone camping. Oof, I, so, I used to go camping every year. In anyway. terms of personalities, like, you can get foggy and really drawn back before the other person moves forward and the second one takes over, that yeah. true? Yeah, that's kind of um, how switching would feel. It's kind of like being getting just really, really foggy and I kind of it's kind of like going into a dream state and just being kind of pulled back while you feel another, or at least how I feel, it's kind of like feeling another entity take charge and take control, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, almost as if someone tied, a puppeteer tied strings to you, and now you're, you know, moving and doing things like the puppeteer, mm. but not nearly as dark. Yeah. So, yeah, Barry was a gatekeeper in the film, but then Hedwig becomes the gatekeeper for that moment. That also true? Yeah, that's true. Uh, the story, um, there was a, a current affair uh, episode on a, on a girl, on a woman called Jenny Haynes, who sustained... Trigger warning for sexual assault. If you want to skip past this, please do. Uh, she sustained severe sexual assault um, and a lot of sexual trauma from her father. And she has predominantly child alters. And one of her alters, Arthur, is a gatekeeper who was a 14-year-old boy. And another alter who's a 3-year-old is called Symphony. And she is a protector, I believe. Or a, a caretaker. But yeah, she has predominantly child alters. 
Anyway, continue. So continuing on, uh, we may mention the subject again because it's part of the movie itself. But yeah, like when the little, when the little awkward, awkwardly <laughs> plants a light kiss onto one of the girl's lips and then says, you might be pregnant now. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a lighter note, but Sabrina and I laughed harder at this at, and after the scene goes from awkward to what the fuck in a second. Yep. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> yes, I barely touched your lip. You're pregnant now, apparently. <laughs> Sounds about as right as I saw a bird. It will now die. <laughs> I always... I mean, unless you're Medusa, I'm pretty sure that's impossible. Yeah. I also, I always did like the scene where he dances to Kanye West. I didn't care for Kanye West that much, but I yeah. do like the scene. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I like when he danced. In So, yeah. Another thing with the altars coming to the front, instance of abuse can cause suppressed personalities to take to the light. When triggers come up, it forces altars to front to come up to the surface. The trigger could be a mention of neglect or certain colours, possibly. Uh, yeah, uh, trigger can be anything. Um, there is no such thing as a stupid trigger um, or a silly trigger. A trigger can literally be anything, um, from a sound to... Uh, someone's face that may look like an abuser, to colours, to uh, topic, conversation topics or areas that may remind you of trauma. Um, so, yeah, no, there is no such thing as a silly trigger. Um, I know one of my triggers is... Um, actually, maybe not. Uh, but, no, yeah, uh, triggers are very common, and yeah. Yeah, so in terms of... We were talking about the core, the controversial term core earlier... In terms of core, Kevin would be the core in the uh, 24 personalities. Strong, yes, discipline, precise, will not be taken advantage of. And what brings him forward is the name Kevin Wendell Crumb. Which is his full, minute, full name. And yes, uh, Kevin would be the core because Kevin uh, is the altar that is born with the body and is the altar that... Well, it doesn't always have to be the altar that goes by the legal name, but generally is. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Alters pretending to be the host is accurate. DID can really be covert for really long in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. In most cases, actually, and that's to protect the child. Alters will front and just be covert. Yeah. To, fr- to protect the person. So, yeah. And there's a great quote, despite the inaccuracies, I will give M. Knight massive credit for this quote. Now, we're not perfect, but we don't deserve to be ridiculed, which is what uh, Dennis says. Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely true. Um... Yeah, no, uh, no one's perfect, but no one deserves to be ridiculed unless you're a huge bastard. And I'm talking to abusers here. Uh, fuck you for yeah. all the pain you cause. Now, fuck, you know, get the fuck off our podcast, you stupid son of a bitches. Only applies to the abusers, though. Yes. If you are a sensible human being like we are, then that's fine. All right, so yeah, let's get a let's get a bit lighter. You know what I think the alternate title to uh, Split should be? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yep, that's right. <laughs> the dance scene, which I mentioned earlier, is legitimately our favorite. It's the same scene where there are the two drawings of the closed window and the open window, building back the suspense. You know, you get a false lull, a false sense of security. Yeah. Although now that I think about it, Beauty and the Beast is a possibly extremely insensitive title. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. I just that out if you want to. Gee, I'd probably recommend it. Yeah, I mean, anyway. considering, you know, if, if you don't find it offensive and you have the idea, you know? Then again, um, some gay, for instance, some certain gay people don't mind the F word, but other gay oh. people never use it. 
Okay. Yeah, so. that's a new thing I learned. Yeah. We try to be our best with representation here at the collective. So, yeah, yes. any suggestions, please send them to us. So, yeah. <laughs> at one point, Dennis is saying, not a toy. And I'm like, me, caution, no, not a toy. Hedwig. What? That's Hedwig. That's Hedwig. Hedwig it's not Dennis. Dennis. Not Dennis boy. Dennis boy. Where, 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 where? Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking Dennis is trying to attack with a baseball bat at one point, And I'm Hedwig. just saying, that's not how you play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Hedwig that's trying to attack him. Hedwig. Hedwig. Yeah, I got the names it's difficult it's fucking difficult to keep up with most of the personalities in this film yeah i mean then again i you know would be pretty experienced with keeping up with all of us because yeah you know, i had to remember all our names and there's like at least 12 of us including me so yeah suck on that so yeah there's a quote that uh okay that he says in the sun we will find our passion in the sun we will find our purpose and at this point, we're just angry at the movie for misrepresenting DID so much that I just say, in the sun, you should have burned to death so we wouldn't have an inaccurate DID movie anymore. Yay. <laughs> also, you don't automatically change your clothes when you switch. And yeah, at that moment, Dennis the Menace is back. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis the Menace. Yeah. So my, I, basically when the doctor's bones are broken later, I'm just thinking... The fact that she says, I will never stop fighting for you, <laughs> it changes to, I will stop fighting altogether <laughs> when her bones are broken. Or, I will never stop dying for you. <laughs> and I will always die. Bye for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, optical nerves. Okay, let's, let's, let's move on for that. Uh, Optical optical nerves regenerating isn't true. Blind alters in bodies that can see. Uh, vision shuts off when you go to a blind alter. Also... However, the opposite I don't believe is true. Do correct me on this, people uh, whose bodies are blind uh, with DID. Uh, if a sighted alter fronts, do, does that alter then see? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I do know that um, in... Bodies who are sighted that have DID, blind alters do go blind in the body because the uh, part of the brain that controls vision shuts off. Also, let's mention the point that we mentioned earlier. The body chemistry cannot change. So I'm thinking, be- becoming stronger in a different personality, it's the bullshittiest bullshit I've ever heard in the history of bullshit. And I've seen actual bullshit when I was on a wildlife tour bus. And George has never seen such bullshit in his life. Yeah. <laughs> if it's worse than actual bullshit, you know you've done something wrong. <laughs> uh, it's worse than a giant bullshit on your head. Straight <laughs> down your face. And slowly oh. licking it up. Okay, we'll stop being disgusting. We'll now. stop, yeah. Yay. That's why we mark it explicit. <laughs> Very explicit. I better not accidentally release it clean again. <laughs> Shit. Uh, there are some legitimately clean episodes, but occasionally I forget to put the explicit label on the explicit episodes ha. until it, I realise it's a bit late and I, then I put it on, which happened with the autism episode. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. Fun. Like the quip that when the lady gets her bones broken in the film, she's just a glorified packet of chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have no notes, just yeah. Another note on DID is switches can be as covert as closing eyes and twitching, as James McAvoy demonstrates. Yeah, um, or they can be um, uh, quite overt, but generally they are very covert, and even then sometimes there's no twitching. Um, Sometimes it's just, like, as simple as um, 
uh, closing your eyes or just your head would just drip down. Mm-hmm. And then um, your eyes may twitch, but really nothing else, like, super drastic. Like, we have, we're going to have very curved eye switches or very over switches. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. In terms of technical things in the film, there's a good shot of James McAvoy running under the streetlight that's uh, shot from the top that just literally is a chiaroscuro sort of light where there's one light source. And I reckon that's actually pretty cool. Also, that Dr. Karen Fletcher better never use a butter knife, you know? Mm. (laughs) Yes, I will totally use a butter knife to kill the thing that I know for some reason has almost Superman strength, not more. I mean, what are you going to do, spread his blood on a sandwich? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and then the then the girls are panicking in the other room. We need to get out of these rooms, and I'm just thinking, you you need to get out of this movie, but I don't see a way out. <laughs> but also, yeah, I think that uh, when he gets all veiny, it's all really, really weird. Like, I never got the veiny thing. And this is best friend, you say. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, one of the young women dies toward the end of the film and creates the meal instant intestines. <laughs> but, you know, what about the old lady over there? You better give her an x-ray, see how many bones are broken. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> sure all of them are. Yeah, and of course, there's... You know how we were saying that Kevin Wendell Crumb, we can bring the personality forward, you know? And we're just thinking, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, fuck, oh, shit, flashback. Yeah. So well, Kevin, we really shouldn't be laughing about it because flashbacks are extremely horrible. Well, I mean, in, we were only laughing at the function it serves in a movie, not actual flashbacks, you know? Yeah, no, flashbacks are very uh, scary and flashbacks basically can bring you back to the trauma itself. And they can be absolutely terrifying. Um, mm. Yeah, I know my flashbacks are all absolutely terrifying. But yeah, we're not going to really go into that, are we? Yeah, so let's move. Uh, Kevin is always the core. Kevin and Barry, you pointed out, are the only personalities with real humanity. Yeah. And then... <sighs> the rest of them are just like, why do you want to eat these children? <laughs> like, why? Hmm, I don't know. Hey, this kid tastes funny. <laughs> but, you know... It must taste pretty um. At one point, uh, Kevin's saying... Kill me. And I'm just thinking, hey, free target practice. Come on, Casey, shoot him already. <laughs> Identity, identities in terms of the ID, we're hoping to give you actual education in this episode as well as just general fuckery. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> identities can be deeply suppressed, called going into dormancy. You know, any uh, comments on that one? Mm, what? Uh, oh, yeah, dormancy. Um, yeah, uh, dormancy happens when, actually, no, dormancy can definitely happen, um, whenever our alters is dormant at the moment, we cannot contact them, um, in the slightest, but yeah, and they only really come out in front every now and then before going back into dormancy. Mm-hmm. And then, Mick, and then James' bones are cracking, Kevin's bones are cracking, and he's saying, this is just the start. And I just think, can you feel it in your bones? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally he's shot. And I'm like, say goodbye to bad DID representation and hopefully come back to Kevin. 
Yeah, hopefully I'll come back to humanity. Humanity! And good representation of DID. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to be technically competent, but next time, please represent better. You know, you were saying they were under Rizu the entire time, the fact they were kidnapped under there, and I'm just thinking, it's pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Alters <sighs> also, I forgot to mention something about alters. They can rapidly switch between each other if they're co-frontal or co-conscious, like conscious at the same time. So our consent... <clears throat> our cons- consensus. Fuck. <laughs> our, our consensus is good thriller, but shit representation. A little more than shit. More <laughs> like a federal fucking truckload of shit. Sort of representation. Fuck sake, no Shyamalan. You really done fucked up with this shit. Oh, I'm. I mean, it can't be stressed enough how bad of a rep this was. Yeah, horrible. Anyways, so that's uh, that. We've got to the end of our podcast now. Let me do the. Uh, let me do the shoutouts again. Let me get the music up first. Three, two, one. Here we go. Dun 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 dun. Boom. Shoutouts to Tessie Cat, Elsie Cool, Autistic in Melbourne, Larry, Ashy Slashy, Mary Amber, and that Patrick guy. Thank you for sticking around. Thanks for sticking. And you're always, always welcome to Film Geek Collective. Thank you, Sabrina, for coming onto the show. You're always welcome here. And everyone else is always welcome back to the podcast. So, yeah, you're all, you're all always welcome to the Film Geek Collective. And don't you forget it. All right. Peace out. Woo! All right. Ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-dum-ba-